at a time. Hey guys, so as you may know, Sierra and I use uh, Anchor to record our podcast. It's really the easiest way to make a podcast. First of all, it's free. They also provide you with creation tools, which allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your cell phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. The best part is that you can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Just make sure you download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everyone, I'm your co-host Daniela. Welcome to Making Sense of Success, a podcast dedicated to finding the meaning of success and empowerment. Stay tuned every Saturday for new episodes. You can find us on Instagram at makingsenseofsuccess.pod. Uh, please feel free to email us at success at gmail.com if you'd be interested in sharing your stories of success and empowerment. Um, so Sam, did you want to um tell the listeners a little bit about yourself your favorite hobbies favorite books things that you do on your free time okay um so hi my name is samantha harper i am 20 years old um i started my own business uh, for apparel called sweats by sam in september 2019 so it's almost been a year um i go to drexel university in Philadelphia. So um, I'm still in college. I'm a fashion design major and I'm about to be a junior, which is kind of crazy because I mean, quarantine. I don't know. My hobbies, I like cooking. I like drawing and painting and dancing. Yeah, that's so crazy. When's your birthday? <laughs> um, My birthday is February 8th, 2000. That's so cute. Uh, my birthday is September 9th, 2000, so you're just a couple months older than me. That's adorable. I love that. I love finding people my age who have shown so much success. Um, when I was on your Instagram and your apparel Instagram, it's very pleasing to the eye, very aesthetic, if I will say so myself. You're doing a great job with your social media, and that's Thank really hard. You. Thank of course. You. Oh, it's honestly crazy that you say that because like um, I, all the pictures are just like of my backyard <laughs> and stuff around me. It's just like <laughs> Ohio. So oh my I'm, gosh. Always like, I'm always like, I'm happy people like it because I was really nervous starting out. I was like, no one cares about Ohio. So <laughs> I'm happy There's, people think it's pleasing. Yeah, there are literally so many people from Ohio that like are, you know, higher up in the follower count um which is kind of crazy because like like you said people just think it's ohio but there are a lot of people like ohio is becoming the new colorado you know like orange is the new black type of thing kind of really wow yeah people love ohio i'm surprised that's cool Uh, hopefully lebron comes back (laughs) (laughs) When we like to get into our podcast, we like to ask our guests a couple of questions, like just staple questions we ask. So I can start with the first one, um, which would be, what's the best piece of advice that you've ever received or given someone? Um, I would say um, I did an internship last summer, um, and I think the best piece of advice was honestly just me having that experience and seeing what 
like how to, I guess, make it in New York as a smaller designer. And I would say you honestly just have to do things and just um, put yourself out there and just go at things 110% because I find that a lot of people hold themselves back mentally and it's not even like, sure, there are physical barriers that a lot of people have to overcome. But I find that if you're in a good mental space and you really just charge at things, it just makes all the difference. And having that confidence and self-assurance really makes a big difference. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think like as a fashion major, you were saying yourself, like that's super important. Yeah. Yeah. You get roasted a lot. So (laughs) good. (laughs) So like, how do you, like, how do you cope with that? I guess. Um, I honestly, I find that a lot of people, especially artsy people, they attach themselves and their identity so much to their work. And while that's a good thing, I feel like when you're in a a space where you're criticized and a space where people are free to share their opinions, you have to put yourself in a business mentality. So instead of making it like I almost attach myself for my work when people are criticizing it. So then it's impersonal because that's why people feel like they're being attacked. I always try to just just be like, okay, this is a dress I made for a client and the client doesn't like it. So um, that's not like they're attacking me. They're just attacking what they're seeing and kind of what they, they would do to improve it. So that's what I kind of approach it as. Right. So you take it more as like constructive criticism than like, and use it to like better your projects and everything. Yeah, exactly. Instead of just, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's so hard not to identify yourself with something that you care so much about, even if it's um, like your hobby, like doing art or working or, you know, being really good at mowing the lawn, it's really hard to, you know, (laughs) separate yourself from the things that you truly are so good at and being your own person. And it's so hard to like, be like, oh, what am I without this? And that's really what is important. Because, you know, what if fashion, you know, just disappeared and we all just, you know, started to wear rugs, literally, yeah, as clothing and that was like it you know like it would be really hard so I think it's really smart of you to take everything as constructive criticism and shows a lot of maturity with your age coming from yeah yeah it's amazing like you're like you don't get butt hurt I mean like it still sucks sometimes like constructive criticism still hurts the heart not saying yeah no (laughs) you're like especially if it's someone close to you too yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, if it's like my mom versus a random person on the internet, my the criticism from my mom will stay with me. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's different. It's different. My mom, my mom is always like, "Why do you get so hurt when I tell you something?" And I'm like, "Um, because you're my mom. You can't be mean to me. Duh. You have to be nice to me." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> She's like, "Why won't you get hurt if somebody else said that?" I'm like, "But I think it comes from like a place of love, you know?" Mm-hmm. Exactly. Totally. <laughs> may not seem that way in the moment, but in the long run, I think it's definitely like out of a place of love and care. Yeah. Ex- and like, I don't know. I feel like every time someone will kind of say something in terms of even when I present projects in class, um, you know, sometimes, you know, in the fashion 
major. Things can be a little petty. There's only like 20 of us, but oh wow, you okay. just gotta, yeah, you just gotta like take those things and kind of turn them on its head, if that makes sense. I remember mm-hmm. I was roasted for using too many patterns in um, a collage I had to make. So um, I took that and I made the whole thing just like there was no patterns at all. And they're like, why did you do that? And I was like, "Mm, well, I used to make patterns last time. I decided to make it a little bit more plain. So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I think at the end of the day, yeah, like, like, it's not about like necessarily, like you can follow like people's like constructive criticism and like implement it, implement it into your work. But at the end of the day, like, who are you doing this for as well? It's for yourself. Like, Exactly. So as long as you're happy with the result, I guess that's like what matters most. Exactly. It's like your portfolio. So at the at the end of the day, you're just building a portfolio to show to like job interviews. So yeah, I just feel like a lot of times it's just not that it's not that deep, but don't um like your work shouldn't be all that you associate yourself with. Exactly, as well. Like there's more to you than <laughs> Than the, exactly. like what you produce yeah no definitely yeah. I work yeah. at like a you know minimal place I work at a gym you know great for passing the time and my manager actually believes in not letting a job describe who you are she made all of us pick a word to write on a board and every time we pass it we have to think about not letting this job take the person that we truly want to be and mm. I think it's like the cutest thing I'm like oh that's so cute you care about about it I know isn't she so cool she's like you guys can be whoever you want to be don't let this place like get you down it's just people and it's just a job and you're never gonna need it after you're gone like don't let this don't let this minimal idea destroy the person that you are exactly yeah I agree with that it's really hard you know people yell at you all day but that's okay (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but <laughs> our second question is, what does success mean to you? Um, I think success in my personal definition is more like, I guess, that place where you have, you're like mentally calm and at peace. Um, I would say a lot of times, maybe that may be like taking some financial struggles off your back or like finally feeling like you're in a good enough place where people like truly pay attention to your platform and you can like raise awareness of things you care about I think like it's whatever makes me feel like at my best mentally is success and yeah like it's it's interesting because I think like I think Sierra can also agree with this but like we've with the last podcast episodes we've recorded with some other guests like they've said something similar actually like having to do with alleviating like um, any like financial like weight on yourself really um, exactly. and being like comfortably financially but I and I think it's interesting because like we bring this up like during a time where like we're seeing like when finances like play an important role with like this pandemic and everything going on so yeah it's interesting you bring that up yeah it's more like or even like I don't know I guess success can also be like having like you have like great relationships in your life and you aren't stressed about like people bringing you down things like that because 
Yeah, especially like with the internet space I've been observing currently, a lot of people are like really rich, but their lives seem so sad. <laughs> no, it's true. Yeah. Like, and in the reality of things, like, even if someone does, like, we talk about this all the time, like, even if someone does seem happy on the internet, like, who really knows what's going exactly. on, like, behind all that? Exactly. And, yeah, I always feel like I'm trying to do, like, deep dives on these people's, like, lives and stuff. So then I'm like, okay, <laughs> I need to see what I'm striving towards here. And what's so, yeah, like, what's so nice about, like, the idea of this podcast is, like, it's an ever-changing cycle of the same word and, like, different ideas of how to get there. So it's nice that some people do have the same idea of what success is and some people do strive for the same thing but to each individual person they're going to get there a different way and being so young we both have like all of us have totally millions of years ahead of us to change our definition but the fundamentals will probably stay the same exactly completely agree what made you want to start your company your apparel company um so and, okay, actually, it's like a weird story. Um, <laughs> um, during my internship in um, New York, I don't know if this is like TMI, but like it was around that time of the month. And I like ran to Forever 21 and I was like, oh my gosh, I just need to get some sweatpants or something because like this is not working out because I was wearing like, a dress. <laughs> And um, literally, I just had like, I bought some like white sweatpants, I wore them around, and then they got super dirty on the subway. And there's like a stain in them and they like would it would not come out. So then I came back home, I was unpacking my stuff. And I was like, okay, these sweatpants are like low key ruined. And then um, I was like, let me just like tie dye them like I tie dye everything else. Let me just tie dye them and move on. So I tie dyed them blue. And then I was like, wait, this is kind of cute. I want a shirt to match because I just always wear sweatpants all the time so okay, I made, yeah 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 so <laughs> like I made um like a matching like pullover thing and then I was I wore that all over the place and like I'm in like the middle of like Cleveland so people are like staring at me and stuff and like what is this but it's fine <laughs> um and I actually visited my friend at Ohio State and I wore that to visit her and her friends were like, oh, where's that from? Like, and I was like, oh, I made it. And then she was like, oh, you should sell it. And I was like, eh, I don't really, not that I didn't feel like it, but I was like, can I even do that now? So um, then my dad was like, no, Samantha, you need to actually sell these and like, let's start this thing up. So I was like, okay. So I bought, I think 20 pairs and I dyed them and it took forever to sell them. Oh my God. <laughs> Really? Yeah. I mean, honestly, I was uh, like going back to school at the time and I was like, how do I explain it? I had like a Depop. I was still kind of launching that and Depop was hard to navigate at first, I'm going to be honest. So I would like ask one of my friends to model for me. If you scroll down, those are like the original images. (laughs) But yeah, I started with three colors. I made them in like the lab at school and yeah that is that's the cutest story literally ever does it help that you can I bet so 
tie-dye is like the ish right now you know yeah tie-dye like popping off that's what is happening does it help that you started so long ago and now you're like is this starting to pick up yeah it's starting to pick up like um it's actually so weird i in school like we talk a lot about like trend prediction and like the curve on like when people will start buying into an idea or a trend Mm -hmm. i feel like we're kind of at like the peak of that curve currently because of quarantine and it's honestly crazy how much like the pandemic and quarantine has like shifted fashion and shifted what people are looking for because at first like people liked tie-dye and people liked the sets and the idea but there wasn't as much as a need for it or like the comfort aspect people aren't really latching on to that as much at first so yeah do you always hope to have your repair company or do you think once the I guess trend subsides you're gonna like maybe switch to something else more in the trend exactly Um, yeah 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 so basically um I do a lot of research and like see what is going to happen and just kind of see what vibes I want to move into. So um, within the next few months, I'm like slowly moving away from tie-dye. Like I'll still always do it and still always have it, but I'm just Mm going to be dropping like little things that kind of still fit the aesthetic, but kind of expand off of it a little bit. And yeah, I'm actually excited. I want to like create... I have this one thing where I'm like donating to an organization because I just want to create things that are like meaningful and have an impact. And yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. (laughs) I think that's so amazing. You you. care about your footprint. And I love that you generally do the research and you're not just like, I'm going to do this because it's the end thing. You know what I mean? I I like that you have the, I don't know if it's the word ambition, or like the background knowledge really does help in your section of skills, you could say. Oh, and I think it's super, 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 super cool that you use both of them. And they're not just, Thanks. I mean, like everything is just winging it. Danielle and I are literally just winging it <laughs> right here, really and truly. But it's working out. Everybody's winging it. Fake it till you exactly. make it. And I think you're making it. You are doing oh, that. Thank Call you. me Simon Cow. Honestly. Well, and even then, though, like, you had said you're a fashion major, so, like, I think it's super important that, like, this is allowing you to get exposed to that, like, um, area and, like, that industry as well, I think. Like, it's, it's, like, really great, yeah, in that way. Like, it's giving you experience really early on in your degree, which is awesome. Thanks. I I don't know. It's so weird to be, I feel like I'm in, like, three classes, like, it's, like, I'm in this um like normal class and stuff and then I'm also in like the class of life having to like try to (laughs) learn how to be an adult and then also like the whole sweatpants thing I feel like it's like I'm learning about that as well so I'm like literally obsessed with like the lemon butter short set like oh yay thank you I love that like idea of the shorts because I find like I don't know for me I have like thicker thighs so I have a really hard time like finding like I don't know like I don't really like like short shorts that are like jeans like I hate those they exactly. just it's not it's not for me it's exactly. <laughs> just not for me um but this like high-waisted type of like 
baggy short, you know, like that's a vibe. Like, <laughs> thanks. Oh my God. See, I was nervous because at first I was like, should I just, I was talking to my mom. I was like, should I do the short shorts? And she was like, Samantha, when do you wear short shorts? And I was like, you're right. Like I'm, I can't <laughs> literally like, I've never understood that. It was so, it's so uncomfortable. Like it's so not, I don't know, maybe for some yeah. people, just, it's not for I, me at least. <laughs> I, I wear short shorts, guys. Oh my God. I wear <laughs> Sorry. I just, I don't know. It's for me, it's just like uncomfortable. I like, no. Like if we're talking about like Sophie shorts, you know, like sweat shorts, like yeah. I'm like an X, like if I could get like a three X, as long as they're tight, I have this little beauty mark on my thigh. And if it goes like, if it's below that, them, them shorts are too long. They've got it. <laughs> got to get cut. Like, I have a pair of like really, really old, like extra, extra small Sophie shorts, and I refuse to give them up because they change their sizes to like be bigger, like they mm-hmm. size big now. And I'm like, guys, if you're not gonna make an extra, extra small, why size up? You know what I mean? (laughs) I wish I didn't like short shorts, really and truly. It would make buying shorts so much easier and making shorts so much easier. But I'm like, y'all, less fabric, the better. I don't know. Like, for me, it just was never, like, comfortable. Like, I just never found it comfortable, like, sitting down or anything. Especially at school, too. Like, well, at least, like, for me at school, like, you had to wear, like, ideally, they were, like, the shorts you wore were supposed to be, like, below your, like, I think it was like your middle oh, finger yeah. down or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Something like a stupid rule like that, but I don't know. But I don't know. It was never for me. <laughs> it's never <laughs> for me. We had to go with it because that was like all there was kind of at yeah. one point. But like now, no. Now that I see things like this, like Sam's producing, no, <laughs> we're not going back. <laughs> oh, thanks. Literally, that makes me happy because I like, I get really nervous if people are going to like things or not. So I tend to ask around and ask my friends and they're like, mm-hmm. there's only so much we can say. Like, you're just going to have to put it out at some point. Right. I think it's nice. It's so cool that you ask your friends and like, remember that you're not the only person if yeah. in your company that has like the, I, you are the brains in the beauty of your company but it's thank you and yeah of course (laughs) but it's also important to get like outlooks opinion different yeah like different perspectives and stuff and opinions yeah exactly I was always taking my words (laughs) how do you find like do you find that that's helped you like getting your friends opinions on like uh things you're like looking to release yes like I'm always like would you actually wear this like are you just saying you wear it and I'm like you need to tell me like a hundred percent like for the thing I'm trying to release in the next I think like one and a half weeks I'm like oh wow are soon you- everyone stay tuned <laughs> very soon I keep texting my friends late at night and like my guy friends my girlfriends I'm like would you wear this and you need to be honest like is this weird and they're always like Sam yeah I actually would and I'm like no I need honesty <laughs> yeah like if I gave it to you right now would you put it on <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> definitely did you ever have a mentor that you could go to? Or are you just doing this um, on your own, baby? I would say that, like, at first when I started out, I just honestly did it on my own. And kind of, like, the internet was my mentor. Um, For sure. I would say that over time, especially, I when maybe, like, 
February-ish kind of um, recently as well, a lot of people have like reached out and have been very helpful. And I feel like it made me a lot more confident in terms of asking for advice. And um, people were like, oh, I'm there for you if you actually have questions. And that was nice because at first I felt like I was free falling and kind of just seeing what happened. But (laughs) now it's nice that people actually care enough to help me out. So, yeah. Do you think, do you have any like a super, super big goals for your company or for yourself within the next, you know, couple years? Um, I have like random goals. I think one of my goals and I'll manifest and I'll say it now. Um, Hell yeah. I think one of my goals would be to have like a pop-up somewhere or Aww. have like a, um, like not go across country, but you know, like maybe like a pop up in New York or a pop up in LA or um, do something like that or have an event. I think that would be cool. Um, that would be so fun. Oh yeah, God. I feel like it'll be really fun. I don't know. I've always because then it's like you see like an Instagram thing in person. Like I remember when that brand IMGia started putting their stuff in actual physical stores, and I was so shook. I was like, oh my God, I see like. IMG stuff in person. It's not on my phone anymore. So, yeah, I kind of, like, always thought that aspect was cool. And then, I don't know. I guess, I mean, if a Hadid wants to wear my stuff, that would be nice. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I think by, like, having those pop-ups maybe and everything, you'll cater to, like, a whole new, like, um, group of, like, consumers. Because I know sometimes, at least for me, like – not with everything, but I am sometimes reluctant to buy things online just because it's hard to like see how like the sizing right would fit. Um, exactly. As well as, like I don't know any like scary stuff on the internet. You know what I mean? Like exactly. <laughs> so definitely would cater to like a whole new group of people as well by having those. So I feel like that'll definitely be feasible for you like soon. Yeah, I hope so. I also, I guess, what else would I want to do? Um. I guess I'd also, I've always had this idea where I had like a certain like statement or um, something for charity and, or an organization I cared about. And all of a sudden, like a bunch of influencers or people with like a bigger platform just like posted the same picture all at once. So it was kind of like this huge, like mass media, like marketing thing. And it was like a shirt or like a message I always like had that idea and I've always wanted to do it so we'll see if I get to that point but yeah (laughs) you said at the like the beginning of when you launched this it was in like September right of 2019 yeah um that you kind of had like some trouble like selling uh the pieces you were making what do you think like has really been like the most challenging out of like your whole journey with your company um, I think that the reason I was struggling at first, I would definitely say it's because of consistency. I was really, I, I think I was really trying super hard to um, kind of come across as one of those like cool girl brands. Like I would edit every picture to look like a film picture or I was trying to like project something that I wasn't really feeling at the time. So I would say that as much as you don't think that like people can read you on the internet or like no vibes, they kind of could. And it was hard for me to start like really um, 
building that consistency where I could post like once a day and like keep myself on that schedule so I could get like um, more about the brand out. Um, and I guess also it was at first because I'm not like, how do I explain it? I'm not like a procrastinator, but I find myself being very overwhelmed by if a lot of things are going on. And that was the beginning of school because I'm on the quarter system. So we start in September and I would get really overwhelmed with like sewing, doing projects, and then having to go and tie dye. And honestly, quarantine was great for work because now I can really buckle down and just do what I have to do. But yeah, I found myself, I wouldn't um, kind of not want to do like drops as much because I'd be like, oh, I can't get bad grades. I have to get a job, all these things. So yeah. Definitely. And I think like, I'm so glad that quarantine has been like beneficial for you. I think like we've seen that a lot with businesses and like, at least for me, I know like I've become more productive. Like if it weren't for quarantine, I don't think we'd have this podcast, Sierra. I don't know. I honestly don't know. Um, (laughs) But yeah, like I think it's kind of been, I hate to say it, but like a blessing in disguise in that way, other than like obviously all of the madness outside of that. Um, It really has been. Definitely. No, like, I'm, yeah, pretty glad (laughs) it's all been, like, working out. But um, for anyone, like, I guess looking to, like, start um, a small business or kind of, like, find, like, their niche within, like, the fashion industry, I guess, what would you, like, what advice would you give them? Um, I would say, like, I guess number one just to like mentally prepare yourself, I would say know your worth. <laughs> um, I would say know your worth and know that like what, like be open for criticism and stuff, but mm-hmm. really like value your brand identity and your ideas and what you stand for. I find that a lot of times um, like people can be taken advantage of for mm-hmm. kind of, especially with the internet, like people can like maybe accidentally give out an idea that they really were holding on to or um just give a person like a bunch of like free stuff without any just because they may be like super like bigger than them or anything like that and I find just like really um think of it as a business and take yourself as seriously as possible even though you may be like younger you may be older you may like just where how small you are um I would say that helps. And then I guess never be at the same time, never be afraid to reach out to people and network and like DMs are your best friend. I will like say that. (laughs) We definitely learned that too. Trust me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They are honestly like you guys definitely know, like reaching out to people, people are actually very receptive and want to help. So um, I would say like, definitely don't just like, be more personable maybe say like I admire you because like a b and c and then want to form that connection because that's honestly that's how I got my internship um last year thanks it's just like I remember I told my parents they're like how you even do this I was like oh I just slid in the dms and they're like oh literally (laughs) it's 
so crazy that like the DMs are the way to go and it's not always like email and I'm like okay glad I thought it was 2008 and I had to email everybody but some people do prefer emails what I like about yes DMs they do is that they'll tell you there through that DM I've like I that's what I've learned that even if you do DM them like I think you're more likely to get a response in like this day and age through a DM but sometimes it's even them telling you Hey, can you just shoot us an email? Like exactly, I that's love totally fine. That. Yeah, I've gotten like some people have like assistants that run their DMs, especially in this industry and stuff. And they're like, yes. "Oh, hi, can you like email this?" And I'm like, "Yes, I will be the first in line for that email. I am typing now. <laughs> it's already <laughs> on the way. It's sent." Exactly. <laughs> Literally, but yeah, even then, you're forming that connection already, though, just by them like replying saying could you send us an email yeah exactly it's like you're like i'm in well yeah because they know your name then right that's the thing like, right they'll, they'll mm-hmm. recognize that and that triggers like a, like a memory or something or like a relationship development so it's definitely the right way to go i think <laughs> exactly and like um i guess the other advice i would have is uh, just be like in terms of like pricing and how much you want to put things out for really just mm-hmm. like take your like be very direct and um just like stand firm in what you're putting out and like value yourself and your time and all those things because I find that a lot of times when things will come to question like like why is this look like this or like why is this price the way it is like really find different ways to put out there like hey I'm working like because I feel I find with like fast fashion especially in that whole industry people expect things really quick people expect things really cheap and I'm glad that quarantine is kind of dismantling that and like really showing like how people work and how people make clothes and how people um, get things out there so people are actually pretty receptive when you're transparent and you tell them exactly what you're doing. So I find that like, just be transparent and like really communicate with the people that you're selling to also helps. It's definitely some good advice, I think, for people looking to get into the fashion industry, especially because yeah, it's definitely not easy, especially with this day and age, like having access to so many different stores, whether it be online and different, yeah, like different companies, it's definitely not easy yeah it's a lot but yeah I guess that's all my advice also oh be nice to people people don't yeah (laughs) especially in this day and age like people can like screenshot anything be nice to people like oh yeah being nice is it's easy but sometimes it's hard and then when people aren't nice to you it makes you really sad exactly yeah like I think it's learning though like it's learning that you know like you should just be like kind to people like from your behalf and like you know what I mean in the long run like that just like benefits you and even like your own personal happiness like why are you going to start unnecessary like drama or anything over like something that's not really worth it in the long term and especially just like hurts your own like health like mental health you know exactly 100% (laughs) agree (laughs) as we also start wrapping up this episode um we love to shout out small businesses um just because small businesses are all the rage right now and you know 
the times right now, we're kind of staying away from those bigger stores who, you know, have trillions of dollars. Um, yep. Would you, yep. Mind, <laughs> would you mind um, shouting out some of your favorite small businesses? Okay. Um, so I would say one of my uh, favorite small businesses is actually by my friend Devin. Um, and it's called Devil Desire. It's like this um, athleisure type of cool girl Miami type of vibe. The Instagram is so cute. Um, the Instagram is Shop Devil Desire, and it's a play on her name. And it just has like the cutest clothes, and she just releases like the like stuff that you would like live in for the rest of your life. So yeah, I love that oh, brand. That's so nice. That's great. Um, should I shout out another one? If you'd sure. like to, yeah. Okay. Um, there's this other company called Almost On Time. It's by um, another uh, woman of color. And she is like, she makes the coolest corsets ever out of old Nike apparel. And oh. old Adidas apparel it is so cute. I will literally, I will send it to you. That's so oh good. Oh yes. God. Yeah, it's like the cutest thing ever. It's like Vivian Westwood meets Nike. I, I want everything she has. And I think she's having a drop on, um, I think, the 30th. So, oh, yeah, at 4 sure. p.m. Yeah, soon. We'll all be up. on there like, <laughs> trying to grab the stuff, too. Yeah, so I'm currently saving up for that because I want to corset. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm like, I'll have nowhere to wear this, but I will wear it to the grocery store. Just for yes. yourself, you know, even at home. Exactly. Like day. <laughs> exactly. Your parents come home and you're just chilling in a corset and sneakers, and they're like, "What is going on?" You're like, "Exactly, fashion. probably." <laughs> yeah, fashion's going on. <laughs> oh, well, we thank you so much for coming onto the pod and taking time out of your Sunday. Oh, thank um, you for having you me. Me? Of course. Did you want to shout out your socials and where anybody could come DM you in case they need any advice or buy some beautiful sweats? Oh, thank you. Um, okay. So my first, well, primarily used social platform is Sweats by Sam on Instagram. It's just Sweats by Sam. Thank God the name was not taken when I created this account. <laughs> but yeah, no, just plain and simple. And then my personal account um is at s dot a dot a dot a dot mm which is sam i am so sorry that it's not just plain sam <laughs> but if you search if you search sam harper it will definitely come up um yeah those are my social platforms Awesome. And then I think the last question that we'll ask you is what do you want our listeners to take away from this episode? Um, I want the anyone listening, thank you. And I just want everyone to take away that um, you can honestly do whatever you want. That sounds like really over optimistic, but I find that it is kind of true. Like let life surprise you and let let life surprise you and honestly never be afraid to just put yourself out there and put your ideas out there and have confidence in them and like really just use this life to do whatever you want as long as it's legal and helps yeah. people and isn't 
doesn't hurt people. But in terms of ambition, never be afraid. And yeah. Yeah.